Hello again and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers, you are very welcome. To new subscribers, I would like to invite you to look at a few things concerning the blog. The first thing is the community page. If you are subscribed to the blog, then you'll be able to see the community page. The community page can be found by going to the Master's Voice Prophecy blog dashboard. And to do that, you just look underneath the video and you'll see the channel's name on a little dark gray background. Click that and then it'll show you the entire dashboard and then you will see home and you'll see videos and you'll see playlists and everything like that. And then I think you'll see the word community. And on the community page is where I share um, information that has come to me. Sometimes people email me and they tell me, look, this has this prophetic word of yours has actually started or it has fulfilled itself. And so I share interesting developments so that we can all see that these words are not coming from me reading the news because many of the things that people bring my attention to are things that I spoke about in 2019 or things that I saw in 2012 or 2015 or 2017 and they were written down. They're published on the Master's Voice blog. And now that the prophetic times are sort of stretching and expanding themselves, we can start to see some of the things that I was talking about, such as a few months ago, China came out with this very strange looking device that is supposed to replace a romantic partner in your life. It's a kissing machine. And so you basically hold this piece of plastic and rubber that has lips on it. And then your partner who is far away will kiss his version and you will kiss your version and then it will feel as if the two of you are kissing and yet in the prophecy that the lord brought i think it was december december 2021 it was at the end of 2021 going into the new year the lord brought out this very shocking prophecy called the new man and one of the things he was speaking about in that prophecy is how human sexuality will become so defiled and so abominable that people will have sexual relations using some kind of suit that he was telling me about. And I didn't see a visual for this suit, but this thing will allow a person to be able to enjoy intimacy by themselves. This is with no human being. The suit will do the work of a partner or you put the suit on and then you can join the cloud. You can join the cloud and in the cloud, God was showing me that people will have mass orgies of hundreds because this suit will enable you to to link up with as many people as you would want and so the community page is um i consider it a blessing because there when things start to show up in real life like the one of the things the father also said is that people will have synthetic partners these are partners that are robots some of them will be robots and men will stop wanting to be with women that is also in the prophecy the new man men will not be interested in women anymore men will go after these beings that will be just like a human being in every way except that god says that it will be inhabited by a demon that so-called ai wife the thing powering it will actually be a demonic spirit. And he said that they will be so lifelike that men will completely not be interested in women and will go after these things. So the community page is where I put that. 
I also put teaching there. I also put very interesting prophetic insights that the Lord is sharing with me privately. And some of these things, not all of them, I do share them on the community page, but you can only see that if you are subscribed. So it is completely up to you. You can still watch the channel un unsubscribed. There's no problem. Another thing is please be aware of scammers that are running rampant on YouTube and they're not doing anything about it. People come and they um, mimic, they mimic many channels and they, they obviously they do mimic this one. And so if people are asking you to send money to an orphanage in Nigeria, or they're telling you that someone is watching you through demonic portals and you have to give them money and then they will pray for you and things like that, please be aware that this is a scammer. Please be aware that I'm not interacting with anyone in that way. So just don't get scammed and don't give your personal information and don't put your personal emails and things. These sites are monitored by the powers that be. Let's just call them the powers that be. So stop putting your phone number and your email on the internet where anyone can gain access to your privacy. Harvest your identity or do something unsavory with it. We have to be wise. We have to be people who know the times. Just a moment, please. The last thing is playlists. This channel has playlists where you can follow the videos by theme and playlists are actually a very helpful way to you to come up to speed. If you're a new person, this video just dropped in your lap. There is a lot of information here, past information, present information, information about the prophetic future, information about Jesus, the Bible, many topics. I highly recommend that you use the playlist because then you can be able to move rather rapidly through the material and soon you will be up to speed if it is your intention, of course, to hear what God has been saying to the church for these last 11 years. I'm continuing with the theme that the Lord has, by his own wisdom, drawn me back to things that I was dealing with last year in the summer months of 2022. I am back in them. And as I was going through at least four prophecies that have not been mentioned concerning the twisting, bending, and unfortunately, the breaking of human sexuality, I came across this one, a dream that I had in September 2018. And as I was just reading this, this dream, honestly, I was so innocent of these things that I, I do not think that in 2018, I knew that people were cutting their body and having gender reassignment surgery. And the way I know that is because after I had this dream, a, a while after, maybe it would be the following year, 2019 or something like that, God gave me a dream that really terrified me. And I've shared that dream. I've said that I will not publish that dream because God was just basically showing me, Celestial, he was showing me how easy it is to be someone who cuts off your body parts and says that you are male when you actually look like me or says that you are female when you actually look like whichever male is watching this video right now. That video terrified me to the point, not video, but dream that when I woke up, I prayed and prayed and prayed to God on my knees that he would protect me from the entering in of the things that he was showing me would cause people to do this. And you might be thinking, oh, it's probably some huge demon from the planet Kryptar or something like that. It is the entry of the reprobate mind. 
and I have been thinking on this thing for at least the last two days. The reprobate mind is a judgment. The reprobate mind is where you will no longer be allowed the privilege of rational thought. Blue will no longer be blue to you. Yellow will no longer be yellow. Water will no longer be wet and sand will no longer be dry. You will say that the ocean is purple. You will say that fish can walk. You will say that giraffe are hippos and you will say that you are as a woman are a man or you as a man are a woman. And you will utterly believe this because God will hand you over to what some of the Bible verses actually call derangement. That simply means madness. The Lord showed me in that dream that it is simply by the entry of a thought, a thought that you do not fight, a thought that you do not rebuke, a thought that you do not put your hands around like a reprobate weed and choke it with prayer and choke it by rejecting it and rebuking it in the name of Jesus and cursing it to die with your mouth by saying, this is a lie from the pit of hell. I do not receive it. It is not true. I reject it. And you pray until that thing withers and dies and slithers away back where it came from. If you do not do that, you can end up in a world where you first entertain a thought and then you accept the thought as a premise of truth. And then you begin to wonder what would happen if the thought could be attached to you. And that is the slope that you will travel down until you eventually come to what is not truth, but in your reprobate mind, you will say that it is. And at that point, God will hand you over and no one will bring you back. No one can bring you back because when God hands a person over, it's done, it's finished. In Christianity, the word reprobate is different from how people use it outside. When you have an uncle that just likes to drink a lot and chase the girls, people just say, oh, that's Harry. He's just an old reprobate. They just mean he's an old tramp. That's Harry. That's his ways. You never know what God can do with Harry when he's in the world like that. God could reveal himself to Harry. Harry could have a horrible experience and learn a lesson and make an about change in his life. That is different from being handed over to the concept of you cannot come back from this kind of thinking. You cannot change. God has given up on you when we talk about Christian reprobates and it's done. He will now hand you over to Satan and Satan will make you chop off everything. And like we do in New York here, you see these people walking around and they truly believe that they are the height of beauty. They believe that they are the cutting edge of what either a man or a woman should look like. You hear trans women saying, men who are in dresses, men in drag effectively, are now boldly on all the social media spaces saying that the rest of us should catch up because they're better than real women. So you can tell that the, everything is not functioning upstairs properly because they say it and they believe it with all their soul. God has handed them over and it is very easy to get there. I found this old dream and it is a perfect example all the way from 2018 of what 
God was showing me. But back then I was so innocent that I would just see a dream like this and just write it down faithfully. And I shared this on Facebook and I did not know that we would be here in 2023 where gender reassignment surgery and body dysmorphia is the loudest. It is louder than politics. It is the loudest conversation in the United States today. The dream is called stay true to your assigned gender. And I had this dream in September 20, September 20th, 2018. The banner scripture is this blessed is the man who endures temptation for when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God for God cannot be tempted by evil nor does he himself tempt anyone, but each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then when desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin and sin when it is full grown brings forth death. And this is James chapter one and verses 12 to 16. And so let's go to the dream. In a dream, the Lord took me to a man's house I don't know this person, but this is a real person somewhere because this is here in America and I was inside this person's real house. And this person had a nice life because his, his house was pretty fancy. You know how men who um, are single and who have a certain amount of earnings, their house just looks really um, expensive. You know, they have all the, the art deco pieces and things like that and nice furniture. And so God put me in this man's room as this man was getting ready for bed. He was winding down, he got into his t-shirt and whatever, and he got into bed and he relaxed and he put his hands behind his head and he was staring at the ceiling and he was staring at the ceiling so intently, so quietly that I got curious and I wondered what's he looking at? And as soon as I thought that, the Lord put me in the bed next to the man, and this is what I saw. Uh, I, I found the best estimation that what I saw of what I saw, and what you're looking at there is a movie marquee. So you know when a, a new movie is coming out, they will have that very big screen, and then they will put sometimes the actor's face and put all the actors' names, and then tell you uh, the ride or the thrill of a lifetime. This is what I saw in this man's mind. He had a big screen like this in his mind and it was on the ceiling. So God projected this, this man's mind as a big screen on the ceiling. And I saw on the screen moving about all the events of the day. So everything that he had done, every, everywhere that he had gone, it was represented by small pictures, moving pictures and icon icons. And there was even a little mouse as he, in his mind, was moving events around and putting them in order in terms of how he wanted to store them. He was editing the events of the day and he was categorizing them. Some things he kept and some things he deleted. I guess we all do this when at the end of the day, when we're thinking about the day we've had, I could have done that better. I wish that so-and-so didn't say that to me. Oh, I forgot to do this. As we're putting the day in order, making it neat before we go to bed, we all do this, but I was amazed to see how this process actually looks. So it's important to note, please, the man was controlling his own images. I didn't say that someone was moving them around and then he was an uninvolved actor and he was only watching. No, 
The man was the one who was moving around the mouse. He was putting his day in order how he wanted. And this is because each of us must know that we will answer for how we have lived our life and how we have gone through life. The mind is a gift that God has given you to be able to navigate this realm, the earth realm. The mind is the gift that God has given you to be able to understand his word. And with his word in you, you are then ready to elevate out of the earth realm and participate in the spiritual realm where God and the angels and also Satan and the fallen angels and many other different types of entities exist. You need a mind to navigate life. But I would say to you, you need a spiritual mind to be able to successfully navigate life and successfully engage with God as he is. And so you're in control of your mind and the thoughts that you allow in your head. That is your responsibility. And the final decisions of all your thoughts is what God is going to judge you on. So as this man was drifting off to sleep, the images were getting fewer and fewer and fewer until the screen of his mind became very peaceful and blank. He filed everything away and then he was done. Then out of nowhere, I saw a bold capital letter sent sentence in pink. And the sentence said, you should become a woman. So the man's mind was blank, an empty screen. And then comes this massive, big sentence in pink letters. You should become a woman. And I lying there watching how a person arranges their thoughts and puts everything in place and then begins to drift off to sleep, watching it on screen. I was shocked. I was so shocked. I thought, what, where did that come from? I had a very strong physical reaction to seeing on the screen of a man's mind, this thought out of nowhere, you should become a woman. I said, this is the devil. It must be. But the man next to me had no reaction. In fact, he had a very interested and curious face looking at that screen. He looked like someone who wanted to hear more. And I was stunned to see that this man was open to that statement. And so the screen flashed the sentence again, big pink letters. You should become a woman. And I was astonished to see this for obvious reasons, because where is the thought coming from? If this man is looking at his own mind and he's in control of every thought projected on there, everything that I saw moving, where is this big thought coming from? I looked at him as if to say again, to get a reaction out of him, as if to say, can you believe this? But instead of seeing this man frowning and upset at the thought like I was, he was not resisting it. He was considering it. Yes, he was actually considering it. And these were the thoughts in my mind. He can't be serious. This is from the devil. You should rebuke that suggestion right now. Tell it to get out of here right now in the name of Jesus. I would have said it to him, but I knew that he couldn't see me or hear me. And the Lord showed me why this man was not resisting this thought. In his ankle, I saw a very tiny shrimp-like creature. And I will show you the best image that I could find of what I saw. 
That is a scorpion. It wasn't quite like this, what I saw, but this is the closest that I could find online. So this thing, I looked into the man's body and I saw in his ankle, this little thing with a stinger raised, and it was stinging this man at the speed of light. It was stinging him for all it was worth. And written on the body of this little shrimpy thing was the word lust. It was spelt out L-U-S-T on the side of this little animal. And it was blasting that man in the ankle, stinging him. And that is what was opening his heart to this wicked suggestion. That stinger from the lust that was inside this man, the hidden lust in his own soul, maybe for women or maybe for whatever hidden things that he does that nobody knows about. This was now acting on him while this foreign thought from the enemy was trying to break through the man's defenses. The stinger lowered his resistance to sin. And that's why he was open to the suggestion that he, a man, should be a woman. That's why he was looking at that pink sentence, you should become a woman, as if it's the kind of suggestion that normal men hear every day and smile at. The next thing this man did, please note the escalation. First, he looked at it. He didn't have a, a bad reaction to it. He didn't cast the thought away from him. He was curious. He was thinking about it like someone who wanted to hear more. The next thing he began to do was act on that sentence. He began to fantasize and the screen of this man mind changed from blank to filled with women's underwear, camisoles and bras and slips and panties and garters, all the things that women use. Women exclusively use these things. If you are a man and using them, you are simply crossing the party line. These items were never intended for you. A man should not put on what belongs to a woman. And what the Lord means by that phrase is not that females in pants or men in whatever. It means that you should not assume and take to yourself femaleness as a male. You should not assume and take to yourself maleness as a woman. So you should stop walking around with your legs spread and grabbing your crotch females out there because there's nothing to actually grab. You were not built that way. You are simply playing dress up and pretend and God sees all things. Please understand that reality stands where God stands. You cannot shift the standard of reality into another realm simply through your mind or willpower or through the talking heads of the day, such as the United States does by creating a safe space for this kind of stuff. You can't shift reality because you want to or because you have a noisy government that makes noise and thinks that laws can shift reality. It cannot. They cannot. It does not. Reality is static. It is what God says it is, and it will never, ever change. So this man's mind began to become a moving carousel, just like online shopping, just the way you move the mouse and you see things go by. His mind was like that, showing him women's underwear. And then his eyes caught a camisole. And I'm going to show you exactly what I saw in the dream. This is the thing that the man saw and was attracted to. A two-piece for males. He saw that. And he liked it. And once he saw it, his heart desired that thing. And what he was thinking is, this would be something very nice 
to wear in secret. So under his boxers, maybe under his suit, he was thinking that that I just showed you would be very nice for him to wear in secret and no one would know. The next thing that happened is the Lord took me out of the bed and put me next to the man's bed. But this time it wasn't like before where I was just standing and watching this time. The entire bedroom of this man began to shake very violently and an earthquake started happening in his room. And the Lord was bringing to my heart in this dream, how the, the earth, the entire earth is shaking and falling apart under the collective sins of humanity. I've shared many prophecies in the past, um, how the Lord says that many of the tsunamis, many of the earthquakes, many of the splits in the ground and sinkholes are coming as a direct correlation to the increase of human sin in the earth. And this is why I said in the last two videos, there is no such thing as it's not hurting anybody. The earth is groaning under the weight of human sin. I said this endlessly in the sin series, sin carries weight. This is why you personally, if you are harboring sin in your life. You feel so heavy and burdened and weighed down and your soul feels so dark because sin is not weightless. Sin is a burden. It may come in the weight of a butterfly, but as soon as you begin to entertain it, it will grow to the size of a 600 pound gorilla sitting on your back. This is how people end up in sin that they, they can't break free of. This is how people end up in repetitive sin because the sin grows to where the sin becomes the master and you are the slave. The sin controls you. It cages you. You can't get away from it. It dictates what you do. You find yourself doing it even if you hate it and you will know that you hate your sin. You will know that you're at that point where you commit the sin and you feel like trash and you still do it anyway. You have lost your will to break free of this thing. Why? Because like Adam and Eve in the garden, you gave your will away to the devil. You submitted yourself not to God, but to the serpent. And now he is ruling over you. Now he's your master. And this is why we need Jesus Christ, because Jesus Christ is the only one equipped to fight the battle of sin by his power and win. No person, no human being, absolutely no person. I don't care how anointed you are. You can be anointed today and on crack tomorrow. All you need is a little elevation in your heart, a little pride and a little stepping away from the narrow road. And you will be with those people in Philly on six different types of fentanyl. And everyone will say, how did the pastor get here? How did the worship leader go gay? How did the deaconess end up pregnant without being married? Many people have found themselves in this situation. How did I end here? Because you did not submit yourself to God. You went after carnal desires and sin took a hold of you. Like I have always said it will. Sin is a vice, a trap, a taskmaster. It is evil. And as the banner scripture that I read says, when sin is full blown, it gives birth to death spiritual death, separation from God, feeling like you are living in the dark, even when it's bright noonday outside, feeling like your soul is in the deepest, darkest hole. Why? Because the narrow road is very narrow. The second you step off it on either side, 
you are in pitch black darkness and confusion. And it will take repentance on your knees and crying out to God to have him come and get you from that situation. And so when God put me next to this man's bed again, an earthquake broke loose in the room and the bed was rocking. The room was rocking. And this man was absolutely oblivious. He was carrying on with his, well, since I'm going to become a woman, I guess the first step is to dress like one, but I'm not brave enough to wear it outside. So let me look at the camis and the bras and the boy shorts. This is what he was doing. And so I will explain more about this, but for now, remember that the thoughts and ideas that we entertain in our minds and hearts are our responsibility. The word of God says, as surely as I live, says the Lord, every knee will bow before me, every tongue will confess to God. So then each of us will give an account of himself to God. You will have to account before the Lord for everything that you said, for everything that you thought. It is not just going to be judged on your actions and the things that you said. It is also going to be for hidden sin in the heart and the mind where nobody sees. This is the lust. This is the fantasizing. This is the hatred. This is the unforgiveness. This is wanting what other people have. This is the jealousy. This is the evil thoughts that you have that make you bitter and sour. But when any people talk to you, then you say, oh no, I'm fine, bless God. This is for pretending and two-facedness, covetousness. I mow my lawn and he mows his lawn. Why does his lawn always look better than mine? All that stuff is a stew inside the human being. And on the last day, having not cleansed your hearts in repentance and asked for mercy, all of this will play on a much bigger screen than the screens we carry inside. And it will be too late at that time to repent and to ask God to forgive. And so we must bear in mind that God sees all things and we will have to answer for them. Temptation is not sin. Temptation is the invitation that leads to sin. Temptation is actually one of the first signals to us as humans that we have a weakness Temptation is the first sign that there is something in us that has no integrity, like a floor that has rotted through. And if you put too much weight on it, if that girl texts you too much at night, if that man keeps complimenting you too much at work and giving you wink, wink, and you think, oh my, I'm so special and he sees my work, you are going to end up in an unnamed, unmarked motel somewhere breaking your marriage vows, and then pretending afterwards that you don't know how you got there. It is your own two little feet that wanted to see what's up. That's how you got there. This is how we pretend before God. And this is the kind of thing that upsets God. We give into the temptation. We allow the invitation to enter the mind. We don't pay attention to the fact that if we're being tempted by something, it means the floorboards are weak. It means that something in our lives needs attention. It means that there is a loophole and we should be wise and go and expose ourselves in prayer to God before the devil exposes us. We should run to God and ask for help with that weakness. We should lay it all bare and say, this and this bothers me. And when I get too close to this and this, it has that effect on me. 
instead of waiting until it becomes a liability. Satan tempts everyone to do what God does not approve of because the enemy's goal is to trap human souls and eventually claim them for himself. But we have been given power through the word of God to resist the devil. And by doing so, we can, and in fact, we are expected to daily overcome the wicked one. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. The first step is to actually humble yourself. And how you humble yourself is you go to God and you tell him, I don't have it all together with this man, woman dating business. Yes, I would like to have a relationship, but the problem is that I am so filled with 19,000 of these little lust scorpions that Celestial was talking about, that as soon as a woman smiles at me, I'm already having XXX porn images of her in my head. I am lustful. I am prideful. I have issues with getting along with other people. Please help me, God. I have structural weaknesses in my building, and I do not want my building to be condemned by engineer Jesus. I want to be found a sound building. Please do not let temptation destroy me, Lord. That is how you humble yourself. You go to God and you admit that there are holes in the floorboards, and you do it on your knees being honest and not blaming other people for the fact that you have holes. When you bring yourself under the mighty hand of God in that way, seeking forgiveness and seeking help and asking for the power of the spirit to help you to break chains and strongholds, you will then be able to stand and resist the devil, to stand and say, no, thank you. I know that since I got promoted to this job, I've noticed that you guys are like the masters of happy hour but I don't drink. So what I'm going to do is after we finish work, if they say after work drinks, I'll give myself 30 minutes to 45 minutes on my lemonade, especially if I'm a recovering alcoholic. And then I'm going to have to excuse myself and go home. It doesn't matter if they call you sober Sally. What you don't want to do is go back to being drunken Dave. That is your decision to make. We should not be so easily moved by the mockery of other people. We should not be so easily swayed by every wind of doctrine and every single puff that comes out of people's lips because the church is supposed to be a fixed banner flying high for glory, not dragging in the dust like the person who comes last in the race. Just a moment, please, and I will get part two of this dream. And so as this man was fantasizing about being a woman, his bed was rocking and then the whole room started quaking. I mean, tremors of the ground that I who was standing, I was being thrown all over the place. This man was on a bed that was also being thrown all over the place. And yet he was oblivious to any kind of activity in the room. And I was very afraid. And I was wondering why is the earth behaving so violently? And then the Holy Spirit pulled me outside and put me high in the air. And I saw all around the world, this same earthquake activity was happening and increasing the whole ground of the whole earth was upset and it was rolling in deep waves like the sea. This earth is supposed to be fixed and steady, but it was not. And the waves were growing in size. And I saw in areas of low seismic activity, the ground was working itself up. So it was working itself up to start to have bigger and bigger earthquake movements. But in areas where it was high, the ground was doing this. 
like an accordion. You know how an accordion pulls out and comes in? That's how the ground was working out. And the pressure that the ground was under, I felt it in my chest. Whenever the ground pulled aside, it felt like I was being torn on the inside. And whenever the ground compressed, it felt like I was also being compressed. And I seriously was feeling, Lord, I can't breathe. And from the air, one place here in the United States caught my attention. I saw this area was like a sea wave. Relax, press, heave, roll, relax, press, heave and roll. And I saw it happening deep in the ground, way beneath the grass level. And this compress and stretch action was so painful because the Lord was mirroring the pain of the earth, the anguish of the earth over human sin. I felt it in my chest and I thought, Lord, my heart is going to burst. And just when I thought I couldn't take it anymore, I've spoken of this in so many videos. The ground pressed together like this and it began to crumple up and up and up until the two pieces were like this pressed up against one another under incredible pressure. And then it just went and broke and it fell back in two halves and one part, as I saw in a further vision, will go under the sea. Everything disappeared in this dream. And I saw written in big red capital letters, San Francisco. And we all know what happens basically in the whole of Hollywood and in San Fran. Homosexuality, flamboyant, unapologetic, out and proud. That is one of the oldest gay areas of the United States. And when I woke up, I understood this. The darkness in humanity is great. And the depth of spiritual oppression that is working in the world is increasing because of the darkness that we are tolerating in ourselves. Spiritual wickedness is expressing itself more freely now than ever before. And the collective sin of humanity is defiling the whole earth. The word of God says, all creation has been groaning like someone in childbirth right up to the present time because it is waiting for the true sons of God to arise. Romans 8 and 22. It also says that the whole creation was made subject to futility in its existence, not because that's how the earth wants to be. The earth is not subject to futility because that's its choice. The earth was cursed from the beginning because of Adam's sin. Curse is the ground for your sake, Adam. God allowed it that way in hope that one day his creation would be free from all the decay that it currently suffers. And that word futility doesn't just mean something that has no point. The deeper Greek meaning of it actually is moral depravity. And that is what we are in the midst of. That is what we are sinking in, the swamp of moral depravity. The idea that everything is okay if that's your truth. This is the end times lie of the United States. That truth is subjective, 
meaning I can create one that works for me and you out there can do the same. You can just get some scissors and some crazy glue and some colored pencils and draw any reality that you like and then hold it up and paste it on your forehead and say, this is my truth and you're not allowed to judge my truth. You're not allowed to have any commentary on my truth. You're not allowed to tell me that my truth is not true because it's my truth. This is the definition of insanity on wheels. And it is becoming increasingly difficult for people who do not want to participate in too many alternate realities. Because if you meet 10 people living 10 different truths, that means that they expect you to play patty cake with them in 10 different worlds and then still expect still hold it down in the real reality where you and God exist, where you have a family and you have responsibilities and you have to be honest with yourself. You have to live in the real reality. And then America is increasingly insisting that mature adults and even small, tiny babies should enter into the reality of the drag queens and the trans and the gender surgery and the pills and the hormone therapy and all of it and also say that that subjective reality, that singular madness is also true. And as Christians, we simply cannot do this. I don't care who it is that is doing this and you are the mother or the father of that who it is, or you are the brother or the sister or the aunt or the uncle or the doctor of that person. You are not required to enter into the patty cake unicorn rainbow world and say, all is well here. It makes sense and I totally see. In fact, I love what you've done with the place. You do not have to do this. That's actually lying. And lying is a sin, last time I checked. And so, because of moral depravity increasing, sin and its effects is affecting the whole world. These tremors, these earthquakes, these judgments that are coming, God is not judging for nothing. He is judging for the increase of sin upon the earth. So he's not just judging. We don't just get to push it away and say, well, it's the end times, you know? The Bible says these things will happen in the end times. There's a reason they're happening in the end times because the Bible also says that in the time of the end, we would be lovers of ourselves. We would be depraved. We will have no respect for our parents. We would be immoral. We would be deplorable. Every wicked thing we were going to, sign off on it and say, this too is nice. This too is good. In the time of the end is when men will call evil good and good evil. That is why the judgments are harshest near the end. Because at the end, as we can all see, and we haven't even gotten into the times that are prophesied on this blog yet, the times when you will choose to stay home, Because if you go to the bus stop and attempt to use public transportation to go to your job, two men or a man and a woman will be having sex there, stripped naked in broad daylight, and it will be legal. Hear it now. It was prophesied in 1973. He could not bring himself to probably say what he saw, or maybe God did not show him in full. God has shown me what the filth that he kept saying filth will increase and filth will be on TV and filth, the filth is that public sex will be legal. Nudism, this is walking in the streets with no clothing. It will be legal here in America. You will just have to cover your eyes all the time and try to feel your way because if you open them, whatever you see, you can't unsee them. They will defile and sear the eyes. And God says that this will be the judgment of the righteous. 
having to see what he has always seen, having to bear what he has always bared born, which is why I always say it is amusing to me when people come to this blog and get upset and say that, oh, you're too graphic and you don't need to say all that. You will live all that out there, complainer. You will live it and there will be no trips to the moon. You will live here and you will see what I have had to see because the Lord said to me, if he has to see it, why can't I? So I see it and I speak what I see and you are offended and then lo and behold, the day will come. Your neighbor next door will do to you the things that you said that I should not speak. And that will be the most poetic justice of all. And so San Francisco is going to have some kind of catastrophic land disaster that will involve heaving, rolling and breaking and snapping of the earth in that area. Transgenderism, homosexuality, same sex, that flamboyant lifestyle, or even if it's hidden, even if you're just testing it out. I have warned about the children. If you are 15 years old, 13 years old, 12 years old, if you're old enough to be on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook and all these things, watching what you watch, then you're old enough to hear what I'm telling you. Take your foot from this pit because this is a pit that God is going to judge very harshly. The Lord says that people who are man to man, woman to woman, but especially the men, the Lord says that these men will receive the penalty of error in the body. You will get sick. You will get diseases that the doctors don't know what that is. The Lord says that your family will stand and watch you waste away because you were stubborn in this lifestyle, because you always had to say something when the Holy Spirit was saying what he said long ago. It is an abomination for a man to lie with a man as he would with a woman. This is evidence that your mind has departed from God's design. Doesn't matter whether it came in through abuse, whether it came in through trauma, whether it came in through TikTok, whether it came in because you were in your seeker stage at college, however it came in, when you hear the word of God, which will not change its reality to match your human experience, it is time for you to take your foot from the pit and repent. Not that it's not going to be a battle, but I'm telling you, warriors should strap up now. You that are in the lifestyle and you that are the loved one of somebody in this lifestyle, it is time to strap up in the armor of God and go to war for these souls. Because when God hands them over to the reprobate mind, which I will cover in the upcoming prophecies, there are at least three more, I think, in this vein. That's, I think it may be more because none of them are actually written out. This kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. This kind does not go out except by weeping women and weeping fathers, wailing. Your son has been gone for 30 years and you were like, well, you know, we tried to talk to him. Do you want him to go to hell? Do you want your daughter to go to hell? Do you want your daughter to show up having cut off all things Eve? Stand in front of you, wombless, breastless, everything, and tell you that if you don't call her John, she's never going to speak to you again. Take that risk. Take that risk. It is better to rescue her soul from hell 
than to have her speaking to you again. The threats are not equal to hell. The theatrics are not equal to hell. The noise this community makes, it's not equal to hell. They don't know what the cost is. They don't know what the risk is. They're trying so hard to prove to others that they are right, that they're willing to hurt themselves to prove a point only to cut the camera off after the bravado video and have to massage that aching place that has been hurting for six months and still is, is giving them problems, is getting infected, is, is not doing what they were told it would do. They don't know the cost, especially because so many of them now are very, very, very young. Young people who want yellow hair today and purple hair tomorrow. And God the Father in heaven is watching all this. He's watching all this. And what do you think, how do you think he feels? First of all, the great offense of telling the world's greatest des designer that his design doesn't quite cut it. We just need to snip here and snip there and take a few more and adjust the hormonal balance. And then, then we'll have a Picasso. But right now we just have wrong body. Is God capable of being wrong? You that are in this lifestyle, if you find this video, if you found this video and you have listened this far without hating me, not that I care. Are you aware of the immense pride it takes for you, a handful of dust, to tell God who is eternal and we do not know what he is made of, to tell him that he made a mistake with you. You are the clay, he is the potter. Can the clay tell the potter, why did you make me like this? Ezekiel, I think it's Ezekiel 18. Oh no, it's not, it's actually Jeremiah. I think it's Jeremiah 18, where he went to the potter's house. Can the clay tell the potter, I don't like your design. You didn't put enough sparkles on me and you gave me the wrong equipment downstairs. Is this possible? It is not possible. It is the pride of the serpent that enters into the mind that won't stop wondering what lacy underwear is like. Lacy underwear is not for you. Ben, Dave, males, it is not for you. It was never intended for you. It is not your purview. Confusion will arise as a wave, as a tsunami, and cover this country. The Lord has already said, I gave the prophecy a few weeks ago, the one that has the hieroglyphs, the writing on the wall. I'll leave it linked below. God has already said that America will go down fighting on the pride flag hill. He already said it, and he said that he will leave her to her shenanigans so that all who want to cut can cut and all who want to bleed can bleed and then you will see the end result of it but this doesn't have to be your ending if you are not proud if you know how to admit i've hated this and i need to come out of it it doesn't have to be your ending just because it's america's ending this nation is already rejected. You don't need to be rejected with her. And that goes for the family members who have been silent up until this point. Maybe you needed some encouragement. Maybe you needed a swift kick in the pants to do more. 
to get your child back. This is it. You will not have forever. Funerals are coming. I have already prophesied that for years. And when I say funerals are coming, you already know that if they're coming, it means that somebody's going to be in them. And so I will stop the video here. The Lord is saying that there is a direct link and correlation between human sin and the disasters that we see coming, the flooding, the storms, the hurricanes, the earthquakes, the lava, the volcano starting to go off. There is a direct trend between that and the trend of men saying that they're women and women saying that they're men where people graduate from wearing secret underwear to eventually coming out to actually mutilating their bodies in some case to try and rebuild what was already perfectly built. And this is how Satan works. He will first defile your mind by projecting thoughts to people. And then he will snare those who actually entertain those thoughts. And then once those thoughts have gone down like little seeds in you, they will come up bearing fruit. And that's how people find themselves on a journey that can end in terrible damage to their souls. And I have been warning straight men, if you don't stay away from porn, and if you do not go to the Lord and learn how to fight the battle against lust, even lust for women, that will serve as a crack for same-sex attraction to come in. And you will find yourself starting to wonder about men. It will start like men walking by you and you're thinking, that's a good-looking brother. And you will tell yourself, there's nothing gay about that. If a man is handsome, he's handsome. Watch out. That's a good-looking brother. You start looking at his face and then you start thinking how he's got those linebacker shoulders and maybe you need to work out more. So you'll go and join the gym, which is full of men in very little clothing. And I don't need to tell you what slippery slopes look like. I'm sure you can work out the rest for yourself. A man is not a woman. A woman is not a man. A man shall not lie with another man as he does with a woman. And the woman should not give themselves over to vile passions and prefer one another over the man that they were made for. I am Celestial and this is the Master's Voice. Thank you to all of you who support the channel. God bless you. Thank you for taking the time to listen. These are things for us to ruminate on. Chew on them in your mind the way a cow chews grass, chews it, swallows it, and then coughs it back up again to chew it. That is how we should munch on the true things. God is not speaking to culture here. If the Bible says that a man should not lie with a man as he does with a woman, that means that as far back as then, men were doing that. And we saw the response of God in Sodom and Gomorrah. He burned them to sulfur, ash, and tar. The tar pit is still there. People are taking trips. They make vacations to go out there to the Middle East and look at the place where God burned human beings to salt and lime. He is the same God. He's not speaking about the culture and the gender politics of America. He is speaking to eternal things that you cannot come to Eden where perfection was made and be like the serpent who tried to get Adam and Eve to be like God. You cannot be like God. You cannot remake what is made. 
That is not thankfulness. That is not wisdom. That is not gratefulness. That's what it says in Romans chapter 1. They were not thankful. That is one of the reasons that God handed them over to the reprobate mind. It says they would not worship the creator. They worshiped the creature. They were not thankful. They chose to ignore all the signposts that God made visible about who he is that he created them male and female, that he made them in his image. When you take what is in God's image and cut it up and chop it up, you wicked butchering doctors, it's no longer in his image. It's in the image of evil. It is Satan's picture that you are becoming. And is that what you want to go on your final report card with God? I would think not. These are eternal things. God doesn't just speak to the moment, to the Biden administration or to Obama's administration that set the tone for all this. God is speaking about things that he has been warning about since there was man. And the same judgment that they received in the Bible, people will receive it now. You cannot sin the same sin and think that you will have a different outcome. You cannot, you will not, because God is true to himself. He's consistent. He always goes by his word. I'm pointing to my Bible off screen. It's never far from me. Because for it to be far from me means that I am far from God. Woe betide the person who departs from the word of God. That path that you're on, it leads to a brick kiln burning at 10 million billion degrees Celsius, Fahrenheit, whatever denomination you use in your nation. You have one soul. Do not play games with it. God bless you. And until I see you again, goodbye.